This is John. This is Danny. Welcome to Do You Know. All right. So uh, what's up, man? So I was listening to this radio um, broadcast last night, and it was about the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are on what's going on over there. Like, what's happening? Well, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, the Ukraine was a part of the Soviet Union. Right. So they are really from the same government. They broke into their own independent countries. Um, except for the Ukraine had joined NATO during World War II, from my understanding. So I'm not sure why NATO allowed the Ukraine to join when it was kind of a conflict of interest, if you really think about it. So now that they're in NATO, the NATO nations have a deal, like a pact, to work right. together. So it makes it weird because their, their, their government is not NATO. Right. <laughs> so it's like, and they happen to be sitting on a ton of oil. Right. So it's just another pipeline thing. So I would say that, you know what, let's make an example. Like what's happening in Taiwan with the Chinese yeah. is like completely different because they want to be democratic. Yeah. They want to be free. Yeah. So in that situation, we have an obligation to protect a nation who wants to be free. So that would make sense if there was a war in Taiwan and we sent soldiers. Yeah. But if there's a war in the Ukraine, it doesn't quite make sense because they're already free. Yeah. <laughs> like they already have democracy. So what more do you need? <laughs> right. You have what we stand for. So, but I mean like, okay, so what, like... No one's going to stand by and let a country get invaded, though, in 2022, though, right? I mean, like, that, that, sounds, that sounds like a World War III situation. You got China going into Taiwan. You got Russia going into Ukraine. That sounds like World War II. World War III, yeah. I mean, okay, it, it does seem like that. I think that, okay, Russia... Wants to take over the Ukraine because it wants to have the resources. Is that Russia's argument? Like the reason Russia is getting ready to invade the Ukraine is not because the Ukraine did something to Russia. Well, what I heard on the radio program, by the way, the radio program has like the most outrageous people <laughs> on. So it's not the most reliable. But basically what they said was the Ukraine is split in half. West Ukraine, which includes Kiev, is like normal people. That's like Ukraine, Ukraine, right? But East Ukraine are Russian-speaking people. Mm -hmm. And they kind of follow Russia. So you have a lot of Russians in the Ukraine... And so it would make sense for them to reassimilate with Russia or basically the fact that they never left Russia is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, they're still a part of like Russia law. Right. You know what I mean? So 
any so yeah invading and killing people and doing that and ukraine will fight and they're very stoic people um you know we know that from history um even their annual parade about how stoic they were during the war right even though in reality they didn't do much <laughs> right but they have this huge parade every year about what they did so they're good at they're good at make believe <laughs> i'll tell you that so yeah i mean what it's gonna do is it's gonna put us into another conflict that we don't need to be in for something that happened you know back in like 1940 yeah i don't think biden is gonna like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's gonna get us involved in another afghanistan situation no but still just having any kind of troops and you know What's interesting is the amount of countries that are willing to sell weapons. So there's already countries who are selling drones to Ukraine. Um, we've told them we'll give them X amount of uh, weapons. You know, it's like a big weapon sale. Right. You know, whenever there's talk of war, it's like, all right, well, we'll load you up. We got the newest stuff. Right. You know, start writing the checks. Now, are you watching any of this Olympics? You know what? I don't understand the winter Olympics. I'm more of a summer's Olympics kind of guy. <laughs> I watch the summer Olympics. I don't watch the winter Olympics. Are you watching? I mean, I, I flipped it on. I watched like the opening ceremony. I wanted to watch a little bit of um, Sean White. It's his last year snowboarding. Uh, okay. So I was watching yeah. a little Sean White and one of his kids from Japan. But you know what has really aggravated me about the Olympics? China, it's in China. Yeah. China has been DQing people and then taking the gold. Oh. It's the first time that this has happened. So, for example, in speed racing, I'm not sure which one. Russia and the United States beat China. So China had third. Yeah. Well, they DQ'd both U.S. and Russia... Because they said that they bumped the Chinese skater. Yeah. And you're not supposed to be able to bump anybody in that skating, speed skating. Yeah. And China took the gold. Wow. And they both got DQ'd. They got nothing. No medal. Wow. Then they did it again in figure skating. <laughs> where they DQ'd. I think it's a Chinese. And I might be wrong. But it was a Chinese American who they DQ'd. And then China got the gold. Wow. So... I feel like China is stealing medals. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say it. I think they're stealing medals because it looks really bad when you DQ people and your country wins. Yeah. I mean, if they DQ'd, you know, Russia, United States and like New Zealand won or something. Yeah, you got to like mix it up a little bit to <laughs> but, cover up your tracks. But China wins. In China? Yeah. Wasn't like they didn't have any dirt during the Summer Olympics either. Right. Right? It was in China also, right? Summer Olympics? No, Summer Japan? Olympics was in Japan. Japan. Yeah. So it was the one before then that was in... Yeah. Be Beijing. They had the Beijing Olympics. Yeah. And okay, and then before that was Russia. I think. I don't remember. Yeah. It's only it's every four years and we skipped a year because of the pandemic. Right. Not to get on that subject. Right. <laughs> one's like pretty much beat to death. Yeah. Oh, but one thing I do want to say about it. 
Israel has found that people who are deficient in vitamin D end up needing hospitalization more than 50% of the time than people who aren't deficient in vitamin D. They found a correlation in their very sick. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. There's like a big push for people to take vitamin D supplements and zinc when you're um, when when you're fighting COVID or if you're trying to be like immune from the COVID disease. I heard vitamin D is really good for you. Yeah. So so and it's in uh you know it's in fish it's in egg whites I mean there's a lot of ways to get it sunlight. Yeah. Anyway, so you know that's something to think about if you're uh, living in your cave, eating funyuns. You might want to get some vitamin D and go outside for a bit. Right. And get off uh, your keister. Right. (laughs) But you know what? What's weird to me, is it because we are on our computers and watching TV? Is that why we're vitamin D deficient? Is it that as humans, since we don't have body hair, we're meant to be outdoors absorbing sun like 18 hours of the, or not 18 hours, but like 12 hours of the day. Is that why we're vitamin D deficient? Because we live in houses? I think it's our lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. And I think more people are vitamin D deficient now because who wants to go outside and wear a mask? Who wants to, you know, and then we have our cars. It's not, it's not, that's why probably in areas where everyone walks, like New York. Yeah. Probably less vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. You would think. You would think less in Israel. Right. It's all hot, sunny. Well, they probably cover up a lot. Like, I would, you would assume then that the women who wear those, like, burkas mm. are, like, super vitamin D deficient. Because they're covering up their bodies mm. and their heads and everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they got to really pop the pills. You know, I asked a doctor, because I was looking for vitamin D pills, and it happened that it says vitamin D5. So I asked a doctor, not my doctor, but a doctor I know, a friend yeah. with. And I said, is that the same thing? And you know what he told me? What? I think so. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he said. I was like, okay. So I think it's good, right? Right. So, so I bought it says D5, but I'm not sure if that is the same as sunlight. I mean, he said yeah, but it wasn't a confident yeah. It was like, I think so. Right. There wasn't multiple a lot of choices. vitamin D's. There are multiple vitamin D's because there's a D five, <laughs> and you would assume if there's a D five, there's a D one. Right. D three, D seven. Well, I mean, you can't just jump to five. Right. I mean, but you could maybe. You know, vitamins are so weird like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just having like a clearance sale. <laughs> you know, they're just trying to like get rid of some. Uh, yeah, I've noticed a lot of my vitamins have sugar in it. <laughs> so they're not good for you. It's like chewable. It's like gummy. I mean, right. it's like I'm 12 years old eating these vitamins. Yeah. You know, yeah, you get what you get what they have at the uh, the store. I don't go to the um, Vita Shoppy. Oh, okay. <laughs> See that one? Yeah. It's like I don't go in there because the one time I did, I have no idea. I like walk in there and you talk to a salesman about vitamins. They want to sell you every vitamin. Yeah, yeah, because you know it's a slippery slope. It's like you go in for vitamin C, and now all of a sudden you need like A, B, D, E, F, G. Yeah, on and on, and then some are fat soluble, and some are water soluble. 
Right. So there's some vitamins you OD on. Yeah. Like the D. The D5 is fat soluble. Yeah. So it tells you to take two a day for uh, 250%. Yeah. But I feel like that's overdoing it. So I take one. <laughs> or I'll take one every other day. Because right. it builds up. And I'm already getting sun and whatever else. Eating uh, fish. You know, I don't have a deficiency. So I'm like, do I really need to load up on D5? Right. It's like, I don't want to get headaches. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a it's a slippery slope. You know, you got to be careful with vitamins. But you know what? I mean... I think from what I understand, like your body doesn't absorb a hundred percent of whatever it is you eat. So I think that's why they give you so much in the pill. So like you'll see, oh, vitamin B and it's like a thousand percent, right? Uh But the thing is, most of it goes out in your urine Uh and that's the water soluble. So I, I know you're talking about fat soluble, uh-huh. but um, I think your liver processes the fat soluble. So um, non-doctor here, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but from what I understand, like not all of it goes through, like not all of it is absorbed into the system. So that's why they give you more than you need. And that makes sense because that that's how it works with, Food. Like if you have a bunch of food, people don't necessarily finish their plate. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be rinds and bones and, and fat and stuff left on a plate. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily finish everything that's necessarily there. Um, and so I think it's the same thing that goes with vitamins, which is why they put such a large amount. So that's like how much is in the pill. It's 250% if you absorbed it. But I don't think people absorb like a hundred percent of everything. I think it's like thirty percent or forty percent of what you actually swallow goes in because it's not combined with a food. Mm-hmm. Like if you eat it with fish, the fish has certain vitamin D, whatever, to add to it. Yeah, the fish has certain metabolism situations where you're absorbing the vitamin D that it contains. But if you're just eating a pill Mm -hmm. that has vitamin D in it, your body doesn't recognize it. It's like, what is this? This is just like in the middle of nowhere, you know? So it it doesn't necessarily absorb it well. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, had the COVID. Yeah. And she was taking 1,500... Milligrams, I think it's called, of fat-soluble vitamin C. And I was under the impression vitamin C was water-soluble. But she said that she specifically got a fat-soluble, high-dose vitamin C to fight this corona. Yeah. There are fat-soluble vitamin Cs that go directly to your liver Uh and get processed... Uh, because most vitamin C goes out through your urine. Mm-hmm. So you want something that's going to be bound and absorbed into your body. So, um, you know, she was probably looking for something that was like like mega dosing. 
So yeah, she, she was mega dosing it. with um, all, all the stuff, everything that you find online. I'm not going to say it. We happen to be on Spotify, and Spotify is canceling everybody for talking about medicine. Right. So we don't want to be a part of the getting canceled culture. Right. Like our good buddy, Rogan. Rogan. Yeah. Who, who, by the way, admitted that he did say some outlandish things in the past, and those things should be deleted. Are you familiar with the video he released? I'm I'm familiar with it. I'm, I maybe we should talk about it because may, our listeners may not be familiar with oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, he um, used the N word, right, in many different shows. Yeah, and somebody who's out to get him, yeah, put a collage of videos together that just made him look like the biggest racist you've ever met in your life. Right. And he admitted, whenever you're explaining why you're not racist, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. So, uh, I guess they went back and they canceled all those shows and deleted them from Spotify. <clears throat> Even though his argument is that he's being taken out of context um, for what he was actually saying. And he wasn't being racist. Even though it's a very strange word. Because the N-word... If you use it and you're not African-American, you are racist. Mm -hmm. It's a word that can only be used by African-Americans, but it can be used in both negative and positive ways. And yeah. if anyone who's not a part of that culture uses it, it's automatically racist. Right. Yeah, I mean, Quentin Tarantino, he can use it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but you know, and he gets a little, a little heat from it, right? You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like there aren't people out there trying to cancel Tarantino, right? But he's already said it. He's doing one more, and he's gone. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> so he's but, like, "Come get me, shit!" <laughs> right. I'm out of here. Yeah. But uh, no, for Joe Rogan, um, I mean, you know, when you have that many followers and listeners, it only takes one person. To want to shut you down. I mean, like, you know, your your whole existence, especially when you make, what is it, uh, $250 million he made on the Spotify deal and he banked $100 million. But he's been doing it for 12 years. So he wasn't making that kind of money 12 years ago. Right. But that's why they're going after him now. P yeah. People are, are jealous and they want to shut down people who are successful. Like, that's... The nature of fame. The nature of fame is you're going to get a lot of supporters who are quiet mm -hmm. and you're going to get a few people who are against you who are very loud. And that's just the nature of it. And you have to weather those storms. We went into a war with the, you know, the country singer on Spotify. Right. Neil Young. Neil Young. And then his listeners were out to get Rogan. Right. So I assume it was his listeners who pointed out, by the way, Rogan's a racist. Right. And he should be kicked off the platform because our guy's going to take down his music and we hate that. Right. And, you know, what Spotify is saying is that they basically don't want people to give medical advice who aren't doctors. That's basically right. what they're saying. So they're saying, let's not talk about treatment plans and what medicines and stuff you use. And I think that that is a safe play from Spotify because historically on radio, there's been some quack doctors 
yeah who had sold like medicine to people that was harming them yeah in the past and the um fcc had shut that down so like you can't listen to the radio and be sold medications per se by someone you know what i mean like they're not going to tell you about Viagra on the radio per se anymore. Right. They got rid of that because the FCC just, I think, wants to limit, um, you know, medication and listeners. Right. You know, unless you're supposed to go to your, basically your private doctor. Right. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing to do because, like like I was telling you, the show I listened to, um, it's called Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, like, the wackiest people on. And I listened to it just to get familiar with what's wacky in the world. And they have people who talk about health, but they only talk about like vitamins and they talk about, um, you know, treatment plans that don't involve medicine. And, um, and I think that's a good thing because if they could talk about medicine, they probably would. And they probably would steer a lot of people in the wrong direction because they're very anti medicine they they don't believe in pharmaceutical drugs they don't believe in surgeries and i think that, that they could end up killing a lot of people yeah i mean it can go it can go both ways i mean that is the risk you take um trying to cure things with other things and that's what i think there's a big push with this really health conscious society i was at the grocery store the other day and i was in the aisle where they sell beer and I realized that most of the beers are now like seltzers and like healthy drinks. And it's very surprising because there was a time you would go in the beer aisle and there were beers in that aisle. Right. And I'm not kidding. It was like, you know, White Claw, Corona Seltzer, Hard Lemonade. Wow. Um, uh you know, gluten-free, 1% Michelob, ultralight. I was like a little bit stunned. Yeah. Because I haven't been in that section for a while. And I was like, maybe I'll get a Guinness or something. You know, change up the flow of things. And I'm like, I can't locate any kind of good beers. And I'm and I'm like, I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. So why would I buy a White Claw or whatever? Right. I mean, that would mean you had a girlfriend <laughs> if you're going to drink those, in my opinion. Um, people who drink beer get that humor. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it was it was strange. And then even at the checkout, you know, there was a time where it's full of candy bars and potato chips. Yeah. And now it's like peanuts. It's like, um, you know, one calorie Tic Tac. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, this grocery store is such a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a health food store. It's just a regular grocery store. It wasn't like I was at, a, you know, Whole Foods where I expect in the line to have a black bean chip or something in front of me. It right. makes sense. Yeah. You're at Irwan. You're at one of these, you know, local, healthy, organic stores. But when you're just at the Ralph's on the corner, you know, you got people asking for change at the door. There might be a rat running through the aisles. They're healthy. They sell fried chicken. Right. <laughs> Who are they kidding? Right. They're so fake. This white claw. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, 
maybe you know what probably happened it's the super bowl coming up the beer was probably in the main aisle oh they probably moved the beer to like the front i didn't see it i did see budweiser had you know what they're doing you remember willy wonka yeah so now they have a million dollar gold can and what they did was they only had like you know three you know 12 packs and they were stacked in a way where it's like they could be magical yeah and i was like they're so bad like they're like budweiser like they're really stressing to sell three cases of beer like (laughs) it was so lame to me because the gold can are so limited edition they could only afford to put three of these 12 packs at a supermarket right like whoever's their marketing is gonna get fired right because at the end of the day they still need to sell the beers yeah <laughs> so, i mean i don't know what they're doing unless someone came in and bought 99 of them and left three as like a token <laughs> but yeah i mean that's the push you know all these games everything's like a game you're gonna win something um you know subscribe to this app you can win a million dollars do this you can win this you'll win a free education for life and what is this push for life-changing things to happen? You know, I think, well, I, I was surprised to see a commercial for Scratchers. <sighs> I, I saw a commercial for Scratchers, and it occurred to me, you know, gamification works. You know, people enjoy games. You know, people like playing something. So I I just think maybe marketers realized that um, it's a way to sell something. So if you can put a golden can inside of a Budweiser box, they're going to sell more beers. Like, it's just a way to do it. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's like people are so dumb because they really think there's a lot of them. Right. And there's one... And it's at the, you know, owners, CEOs, cousins, you know, best friends, moms, you know, house. Right. It's set up. (laughs) I mean, what I'm saying is they don't randomly put the cans in the box. You don't think so? I mean, I have seen online uh, a beer factory. Yeah. And... They get filled up and they go on like a line. Yeah. And then they get, um, you know, processed because some cans have like imperfections. So they have somebody who's quality control. Yeah. Who will separate which ones are going to go in and which ones aren't. Yeah. So if there's any can that's gold, the people who work there are going to see it. Yeah. Why wouldn't they take it? Because they... They have a rule where if you work there, you can't win. Yeah, but your cousin's brother's oh, sister's mom. Right. So, can the, win. so then they could tell, like, hey, it's going to go to this market. Why don't you buy, like, every can? I say. Exactly. Yeah. They, what I'm saying is it's, people are that sophisticated. They are that sophisticated where they see a million dollar gold can and they can figure out who will get it. Yeah. I mean, humans have figured out that kind of logistics i think in today's society right they could even put a gps tracker on that box they're so small now yeah literally inside the box and give 
the signal to their best friend. Yeah. And the, the guy could be following the truck down the highway to whatever town it's going to and know exactly which one it is. Yeah. We have that technology. They put they you know with Apple, they have this for your vehicle now. Mm. So you literally put it on your your vehicle, it's very um you know, small and you can hide it in the wheel well. And then if someone steals your car, you can track it with the app. Hmm. With your watch. The Apple Watch. Right. So why not? Why wouldn't they track a million dollar gold can of beer from the factory? Um, so is it that you get the million dollars if you find the can or are you entered to win? Is it like a contest within a contest? Because I thought it was the gold can gets you into another contest like Willy Wonka. So when Willy Wonka, basically the gold ticket got you into the chocolate factory and there were like six children and then the children got knocked off and then Charlie wins the chocolate factory at the end. So I think it's the same thing where even if you know where the gold can is, you don't necessarily win the million dollars you just get entered into like another contest so there's probably like hundreds of these gold cans and once you're entered into that then you get into like a subcategory <laughs> and you see what i'm saying so it's it's still randomized because it would be too easy if if like if the gold can itself was a million dollars that would be too valuable but they need a way to randomize it so that... You know what? I didn't read the box. It, I just got... I got, right, the first look where it's just like, million dollar gold can. I didn't really get into the rules yeah, and the I regulations. Think it's, I think it's more like the, the, there's going to be a bunch of these cans and you're, you're going to be entered into like a sub contest where now you're like among a bunch of people because that's usually how they do it. Hmm. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're usually going to make it where you're now in a pool of people eligible to win a million dollars. Because it, it would be... Because then you're talking about one can and they sell Budweiser all over the planet. You know what I mean? It's not even an American company anymore. Right. So, like, it could go anywhere. It could be, like, anywhere. So, <laughs> you want the cans to be everywhere. So, you would want... A can in everyone's like city and state and country, so you would want to have like a few of these, you know. So people get the the picture with it. They want to post it on Instagram, like, mm. oh look, I got a picture of it. So that would be my guess. Hmm. Yeah, you know that social media, um, you know, Facebook just took the biggest hit of all time. So out of all of the companies, yeah. In the stock exchange, they took the biggest hit that has ever happened in in whatever a day, and I think what I'm hearing or reading is that they want to. They're kind of worried about metaverse now, and they think that this uh, TikTok, you know, <clears throat> fast videos, yeah, is where it's at right now, and they want to start kind of allocating resources. To set up a platform that can compete with TikTok. Yeah. And I think that's where it is. Is They want to knock off TikTok. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I think like, because if you remember MySpace, mm-hmm. like that was the place for everything to happen. And then Facebook came along and then YouTube was around and TikTok came around. So like TikTok is not going to be on top forever. Right. So it's perfectly feasible for Meta to come up with a platform that eclipses TikTok. They might go, well, instead of 30 second clips, ours are 15 seconds or whatever, right. you know, um, because a shortened attention span, like I've seen some of the videos on TikTok and they're very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, they used to have something called Vine. Yeah, I was going to tell you, Vine, yeah. Yeah, they used to have Vines. So the TikTok is not a new concept. So they could easily eclipse by having it integrated into the Facebook platform and then get everybody on board. So yeah, I could I could definitely see them pulling it off. Yeah, I think that we need to cancel uh, social media. That's kind of what I'm feeling right now about it. It's It's getting to the point where there's no regulation. Right. Okay, the only people who regulate it are the people who <clears> own <throat> it. So like what I hate about Facebook is that if you say something that Facebook doesn't agree with, they throw you in Facebook jail. And I hate that because it takes away one of the most important uh, constitutional rights of freedom of speech. You are not free to speak your mind if it goes against the opinions of the government who runs it, the algorithm. Mm. So, and then they can penalize you. So they could throw you in the Facebook jail for a week, a month. I got a friend who's doing like three months right now. Because he said something that they didn't agree with. I have family members who've been kicked off of Facebook for speaking their opinion on things. Mm. So that makes me want to cancel Facebook. So my first step was basically I didn't delete my account, but I deleted the app and I logged out. Mm. And I'm taking my own break. I'm not in jail. But I just don't like that where we have come as a society is we got pushed into this online, you know, we can communicate but now we have to be careful what we say. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like being told what I can say or can't say. And then it starts to listen to what I talk about and then advertise me. Yeah. And I don't like that either. That they're you know, using all these algorithms to track what I do, what I say. They can hear you, hear you on the phone. I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I, I'm, I'm taking a stand. I need a break from social media. You know what? Most of social media is just reading other people's opinions. And then now that I know that they're biased because they go with the government who runs the, you know, the chain. What is that? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting... Um pickle because um the problem is all the introverts in the world like an extrovert can see people and go online right but an introvert 
is mostly going to be online because they don't have a lot of friends, you know, so they're not going to want to give up social media willingly. And I think it's a 50-50 split in America. So you're going to have a tough time with that. Well, I mean, I'm taking my own stance. I'm not trying to lead a coalition of join me in, in banning or boycotting or whatever. I just think that it should ring the alarm if their stock took that big a hit. Yeah, That means a lot of people agree with me. Because mm. the only reason they're losing that much money... Is because people are looking down the road and yeah. they're going, they might not be here. Right. And these other things, I mean, TikTok, for example, a lot of their content is not real. Like what I mean is what they're teaching the people watching, the tricks, say, hey, this is how you do this, this is how you do this. They're made up. Um, for example, your son watched a TikTok that showed milk being put into the middle of an Oreo cookie and the Oreo cookie expanding into a gigantic cookie. And he <laughs> believed that this could really happen. Right. So he wanted to show us. So he took a milk and he took a straw and he put it in the Oreo and he's putting all this milk and nothing's happening to the cookie. Right. And then he realizes maybe it wasn't real. But he thought it was so real. Yeah. So that's what I mean is that that was a simple Oreo cookie milk, you know, ha ha ha. Yeah. But how about the people who think they can fly? They could be this. They, you see what I mean? Yeah. That's what I don't like about it is that it looks realistic. And even I have a niece who sent me a TikTok. And in the TikTok, the car looked like it was changing colors from a remote control. Uh. And she was like, this is the coolest car I've ever seen. Now, I did recently see that BMW is working on a car that actually does that. That the paint does change colors. Hmm. But what I'm saying is this TikTok wasn't that car. It was just someone who was using filters and had a clicker and made it look really cool that, hey, now it's red, now it's blue, you know? And yeah. she believed that she could, when she gets to driving age could have this vehicle, which maybe now she can. But at the time, it was like, hey, you know that's not real, right? Right. Paint doesn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's what I mean is, is they, don't, they don't know. And then I have, I have a lot of you know, family, and, I, and now they're on the TikTok, and they're making all these um, you know, silly things where they're dancing, they're jumping, they're... They're like copying these fads where it's like you uh, lip sync a song or you lip sync a, a scene from a movie and they're trying to get followers. So for example, I think one of my family members has like 25,000 followers. Okay. Yeah. She's not even 18. It's like, why do you need 25,000 people to follow you for what? Yeah. And why would you think... That they have your best interest. But in her mind, they're like her friends. Yeah, I mean, at that age, fame is like something that's important. You know, for in and of itself. Like not, not to an end, not to make money, but it's just like, it's like uh, gratification. You know, it's like self-gratification. 
Yeah, but we're seeing that these influencers are getting kidnapped. Yeah. They're being extorted. They're threatening their family members. Yeah. They're having to hire private uh, security because they've created this um, this fame and the people want to take it from them. Right. So I think it's a dangerous place. And yeah, I sound my age, you know, but it's like I don't understand the motivation because even if you have a million followers, what's the motivation to give them something for them to laugh at, something for them to click, something for them to see what you're wearing, see your smile? I don't know. To me, it's just so goofy. It's like, who cares, man? Like, do these million people have anything better to do with their life than to just watch the video while they're sitting on the can? I think maybe when you're young, you have a possible... So, like, if you look at humans as a tribal culture, right, as a tribe, then tribes have leaders, okay? And leaders are sort of elected, or, or at least have leaders and followers. So when you're young... There's an instinctual need for followers because you want to be as high up on the social ladder as possible, instinctually. You haven't grown your brain enough Hmm. to live on your own terms. You're still operating on this animalistic level. So... Now that you have, you know, the ability to actually track who's following you mm. through these means, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, right? Like I said, in and of itself, fame becomes this very rewarding um, path. And mm. I think it's, you know, a sort of a leadership path. It's sort of a tribal acceptance yeah it's like acceptance and and it's and it's a metric so it's like it's like cash it's literally like cash uh it's an account that you can look at and you can say i have twenty five thousand x oh wow so instead of saying dollars it's followers and it gives you that same sense of security and feeling you can't spend it like you can with cash, but it gives you the same feeling as if you had twenty five thousand dollars in the bank at that age. Now, how about if instead of calling them followers, we called them slaves? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're enslaved to following you, right? Then we go back to the other point where now <laughs> we've crossed the boundary, right? So maybe that's what the next platform will be. Maybe. It'll be something like where the followers will have some kind of name. Right. Well, if you get famous enough, you get to name your followers. Like, <laughs> you know, a lot of these musicians, they name their followers, you know? Like Lady Gaga had like, I think she called her people like animals or something oh, wow. or, you know. So what are we going to call our people? I don't know. We'll have to give them a name. That's a good question for the listeners. So, yeah, if you uh, catch us, I don't even know how they message us. But one of the platforms, we, we watch it once in a while. Yeah. Email's good. 
<laughs> or just leave a comment on Spotify. I don't know how you do it, but call them up and just say you need more of the uh, Do You Know with John and Dan. Yeah. And I guess uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah. All right, till next time. Till next time. Peace. All right. Peace. <laughs>